grace and mercy and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for today comes from Mark chapter 5. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And Jesus said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. Dear friends in Christ, if one thing this pandemic has reminded me of, and probably everyone in the Western Hemisphere is this, that keeping your hands clean can keep you from getting sick, and in this case, the case of the pandemic, perhaps even from dying. One of the first things that we did or implemented here at Riverbend was hand sanitizer being available in every nook and cranny here at the church. Sanitizer on the altar, sanitizer on the communion tables, sanitizer on the organ, sanitizer at the entrance and exits of our doors, every desk, every counter, even our bathroom had four different kinds of soap and hand sanitizer. We had sanitizer stations for those coming into worship, sanitizer stations for those going out of worship. We have known for quite a while that cleanliness and health are related. But even in Jesus' time and in the Old Testament, the laws of cleanliness were part of their culture in order that they might stay alive and well. Many of their laws of cleanliness were for their well-being for the Israelites. But many were of a religious nature and were followed as a rite of purity or a standard for spiritual purification. It is into this understanding of cleanliness that we find our Lord Jesus when he is in this crowd and the woman sneaks up on him and touches his garment. Mark records, a great crowd followed him and thronged about Jesus. And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years, who had suffered much under many physicians and had spent all she had and was no better, but rather she was worse. She had heard reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garments. For she said, if I even touch his garments, I will be made well. Because of this woman's bleeding, she should not have even been in the crowd touching anyone. According to the Jewish law in Leviticus, this woman is unclean. As long as she is bleeding, she is unclean and should not be there for 12 years. She has been unable to be part of the Jewish community because she is considered unclean. Anything she, that she has lain upon or sat upon is considered unclean. In fact, if anyone touches anything that she has lain upon or sat upon, they themselves are unclean. If anyone touches her, they are considered unclean. If this crowd would have known that she was unclean, they would have gotten rid of her. They would have ridiculed her, pushed her out with sticks and stones. She has spent her money, but to no avail with the doctors. Hearing the report of Jesus, she seeks him out, sneaks up behind him, and touches him. Think about it this way. This woman who has been unclean for 12 years has had no contact with friends, with family, no contact with her church. She takes her uncleanness and she touches the one who is truly clean, the sinless son of God, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world is thronged about by a crowd. So this woman is afforded the opportunity to touch him. Against all protocols, against all religious ritual, she touches him with this thought in mind. If I even touch his garments, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. This woman's plan works. Miraculously she is healed. 
And then this strange and wonderful passage. The Lord of all creation, the very Son of God says, hey, what the? Feeling the power going out of him, arguing with his disciples, he says, you touched me. And his disciples say, you are surrounded by a crowd. How can you say who touched me? Our all-knowing God lays aside his omniscience so that he might be the savior that this woman needs, the one we all need. The woman, knowing what has happened, falls down at Jesus' feet in fear and trembling and tells him the whole truth. She tells of her bleeding, her paying the doctors, her ostracism, her sneaking, her desire to be healed by this Jesus whom she has heard reports about. And Jesus says, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Be healed of your disease. He tells her in these words, you belong to the family of God, calling her daughter. He requires nothing of her by way of works for her healing or her belonging. No ritual separation for her bleeding, no sacrifice for uncleanness, no works of hers to make payment for her healing. Nothing. So what? You may be thinking that those ritual laws of uncleanness no longer apply to us or maybe never did apply to us as Gentiles. But as far as uncleanness goes, we are unclean in our sin. God's commands from number one, having no other gods before him, to number ten, not coveting our neighbor's stuff, still remains. And when it, keeping, when it comes to keeping God's laws, none of us have clean hands. These hands have hurt They have hit. They have made rude gestures. They have refused to help. They have lain idle and not done the work that God commands us to do in loving our neighbor as ourselves. We would love to hold up the works of our hands to God as saying that we've accomplished something for our salvation. We would love to tug at God's robes and say, hey, look what I have done down here. Look what I have accomplished. But God says through his prophet Isaiah, we have all become like one who is unclean. And all of our deeds are like a polluted garment. We all fade like a leaf in our iniquities. And in our iniquities, the wind is like something that sweeps us away. Our uncleanness, our sin, is more than just worldly, has more than just worldly implications of separating us one from another. We are separated from God in our sin, swept away from God in our transgressions. And worse than that, John says in the book of Revelation, nothing unclean will ever enter heaven nor anyone who does what is detestable and false. Like the bleeding woman, all would be lost and we would be separated from our heavenly father forever if it were not for the rule and reign of God come down to us in the form of his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus has the same compassion on us as he did on the bleeding woman by taking our uncleanness onto himself on the cross to pay for our sin and make us clean by his bleeding and dying in our place. God made his clean son unclean so that we might be declared clean by the death of his son on the cross. Christ had his hands pinned to the cross for our sake, bled and died for our sake, and gives us clean hands by the work of the nails through his hands. And now, what do we have to do to remain clean? Nothing. 
You were washed clean one time for all time in the waters of your baptism. You are called sons and daughters belonging to the family of God in your baptism. You are given forgiveness and life and salvation in the waters of your baptism. God has granted you the gift of faith in the waters of your baptism. As sons and daughters of the King of Kings, you can leave this place and go in peace. For your faith in Christ has saved you, independent of your work, your will, or your wits, and dependent wholly on Christ's work alone. When Christ comes again, he will finish his good work that he started in your baptism by taking your hand and taking you out of the grave, saying to you, Arise, and immediately we will go home, where there will be no more bleeding or crying or sinning or dying, just resting. Resting in the hands of Jesus in life everlasting. Thanks be to God. Amen. And now let us pray. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in and through Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information, you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382, or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace.